Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again for another great episode. I hope you've been enjoying the episodes that I've been putting up lately. i got plenty more coming at you, so uh, stay tuned. Uh, today, I want to ask you a question. Are you a saboteur of your own success? Now, I'm talking to anybody that is currently in prison, uh, anybody that has been recently released from prison or been out of prison for a while and are continuing to struggle finding a way to uh, succeed in life uh, without uh, criminal activity, right? If you have no clue as to what I'm talking about, or you, you're not sure if you are a saboteur that you're sabotaging your own success, there are four ways that I've come up with to identify uh, if you are sabotaging your own success, right? And I want to go over those with you today uh, in this first part of a three-part series that I'm going to be doing about sabotaging your own success. The first thing that I would like to uh, point out to you as a way to identify if you are a saboteur of your own success is if you have not identified and corrected the issues that brought you to prison in the first place, you are on the pathway to sabotaging your success. Now, what do I mean by identifying and correcting? What I'm talking about is what played into your processes that made you believe that the option that you chose would help you solve the problem that you were facing, whether it was you trying to pay your rent, impress a female, impress a male, uh, you, you, you felt disrespected, whatever the issue was, what is the process that played into you coming up with the idea of committing a crime to solve that problem? Uh, you may have come from a broken home. You may uh, have an undiagnosed mental illness, which is something I talked about in a couple of episodes back. You might want to check that out. Uh, you may be somebody that just has a uh, fractured thinking. Your moral compass may be off. But if you haven't identified that, then it's going to be hard for you to function and move forward in a way that is going to be successful absent criminal activities, right? And I hope to get into that a little bit later on, a little bit more. And the second thing that I would want to talk about is to point out to you, rather, is if you are continuing in the same behavior in prison or the same behavior that brought you to prison when you got out. You know what I'm saying? Are you still involved in criminal activity? That's what I'm saying. If you were doing it in prison and you're still doing it out there, huh, you really haven't, you know what I'm saying, moved beyond that. And you're probably, again, on that pathway to sabotaging your success. What is it that, you have to ask yourself the question, what is it that makes me believe that this should be an option to solving my problems, right? If you were involved in criminal activities in prison, you're going to be involved in them on the streets. If you're still involved with them on the streets, you're going to find yourself back in prison or let me say, you might dodge for a while. I, I can't tell you that you won't. You might dodge for a while, but as long as you commit and participate in criminal activities, you're going to put yourself in a situation where you are just one uh, violation, one 
stop away from being apprehended or caught or whatever the case may be, right? So what is that that's playing into your processes? The next thing, number three, is do you continue to use the same language that supports and uphold this criminal lifestyle? Do you still refer to people as snitches? Do you still uh, think that this code of the street is a real thing? Do you still believe that you know you should carry yourself a certain way if you got a certain if you come from a certain background? Do you still believe that gang life and gang activity and criminal activities are something that should be considered? in trying to solve your problem. If you're still using that type of language, still having those types of conversations, again, you're sabotaging your success, right? And the fourth thing that I find to be probably the most important, maybe second to the first one, I'm gonna put it like that, and that is, do you continue to hold on to your reputation? The big bad person that you painted yourself to be. This person in the streets, whether it be a robber, stick-up kid, dope boy, uh, killer, whatever the case may be, do you still hold on to that? Do you still reap the illusion of benefits from that reputation or do you refute that? A lot of people want that reputation. They want what comes with the reputation, the accolades that come with it. You feel me? And if you still crave that, if you still want that, if people come up to you and still say, man, I heard about you when you was doing this and doing that, and that makes you feel good, you are still on the path to sabotaging your success. Now, let me explain what all four of these things have in common and why I say that you're on the pathway of sabotaging your success. All four of these things that I just talked about leave the door open to you choosing crime as a way to solve your problems. They leave the door open. And you may be doing that consciously. And if you are, you might want to talk to somebody. You know, you might be borderline sociopath. If you're doing it from a subconscious standpoint, which that's very possible, very likely, then you're not really aware of what's going on. This has just become habit to you. You know what I mean? And again, you might want to talk to somebody about that. My thing is moving beyond the things that hinder you from, become, from becoming a successful person, absent criminal activity. And before you can do that, you have to be able to identify and, and make the, come to the conclusion that you are sabotaging your success. It's easy for people to say, you know, you need to quit doing this and you need to quit doing it. But you need to identify these things and figure out why you still crave that attention, why you still act the way you act when somebody might bump into you or somebody might say something to you in a certain way and you take that as disrespect and you feel like you want to solve it by putting your hands on them or you have a problem with paying your rent and you feel like you need to go sell some drugs or go rob somebody to pay that. You need to ask yourself, why do you leave that door open? And if you're a loved one of somebody like that, then you need to ask yourself, why are you continuing to enable that person in that pursuit? You have to do that because you're not helping them move beyond that. You know, we can say all the things we want to say is how we want them to be successful. We want them to do this and we want them to do that. But I, I assure you, 
that if we continue to use crime as solutions to our problems, we will not be able to move beyond the point of where we are actually successful so that the next generation that is watching us all the time will see us as somebody that we can trust, that they can trust. And I think that's more important than anything else. Now, I'm going to be talking about that in part two. You know what I'm saying? The damage that it does to you, you know what I'm saying? Your credibility and whatnot by continuing to walk down this path. You know, in this part, I just wanted, in this first part, I just wanted to point out, you know what I'm saying, ways that you can look at yourself in the mirror and identify and see if you are sabotaging your own success. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that you take what I'm saying to heart and listen to what I'm saying. Uh, if not, you know, good luck. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to have to figure out, man, what you want to do. You're going to have to pick a side one day. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. You're going to have to pick a side one day. And it, it, it's, it's time for us to stop continuing to believe this lie that the criminal lifestyle should be an option that we shouldn't be uh, afraid to use and all this, because it's a lie. It's what it is. It's a lie. You know what I'm saying? With that, this has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and peace.